The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. Trinity Web Media solves business problems through effective digital marketing. TrinityWebMedia.com. I'm just going to hit it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show. Hey, we appreciate you listening. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating on iTunes, leave us a review, and let us know what you think. I am joined today, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today? I'm doing well, Greg. How about yourself? I can't complain. I'm, uh, I can't complain. It's been a couple busy weeks here doing some uh, client strategy and some deliverables, but uh, I'm enjoying the process and enjoying being in the mix, for sure. It's it's a fun time of year, <clears throat> early in the year for marketers, kind of. You get to refresh and relook at everything with fresh eyes, which is always nice. And it is cool because, you know, and also what we have is, you know, there's new budgets typically if if the if, if companies are operating on a calendar year, you know, there's new budgets. People are back out of that, ho- you know, holiday like Thanksgiving, you know, you fall into that two week sprint and then you fall into the, the Christmas and then the New Year's. And it really takes until mid-February for everybody to just be back and sprinting. So, I mean, I am a, uh, I, I'm part of that group. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm catching my stride and, and, and getting things done and, and having a lot of fun doing it. I, I agree. I'm having, a, I'm having a great time to a late start to 2018 as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you know, speaking with budgets and speaking with, you know, in – I was thinking about and in talking to a couple of clients <clears> – <throat> who are having challenges with their websites. And the challenge that they're having right now is it's not performing the way that they need it to, to further their business. So that means like they're not getting qualified leads or they're not getting, they're not getting any leads or they're, they're not having good search visibility. So I thought the topic today that we can talk about to sort of address that problem is website issues. When do you refresh a website design and when do you go ahead and scrap it and say, I just want to have a whole new website and a whole new project. I love that. I mean, that's something that typically when somebody comes us to a, a pain point, that's the first decision we make is, you know, what's what's going to lead our client in the right direction? Is it a simple redesign or is it a little bit more, or I'm sorry, a simple refresh or is it a simple, you know, or do we get into a little bit more complicated with the whole redesign? Uh, and one of those things is, is like, what do you think dictates that? That action, you know, when you should have a redesign, when you should have just, you know, you know, just a a refresh. So, I mean, I think it comes down to a couple of things. You know, how bad's the pain? Do you have a do you have a sprained ankle or a broken ankle? Is the doctor going to put it in a cast, you know, and have to reset it and kind of maybe a bad metaphor. But I I think it just depends on how bad the pain point is and where you're at. I, I think a couple other variables you know, typically budget, budget's always going to come into consideration. Uh, in addition to, you know, when was the last time we went back and really looked at what story our website's telling? You know, if it's been a couple years, maybe, yeah. you know, so again, I think it all goes back to situational. I think it goes back to, you know, like exactly what you said, perfect analogy. How bad is the pain? You know, are we, I, I've had, you know, situations in my life where I've had bad knees from years of playing hockey and years of skateboarding. And, and it's like, you know, I've had a major knee surgery, sort of like a total overhaul of a website. And then I've had other th- procedures happen, you know, that weren't as drastic mm. that kept me in the game and it kept me going. So, again, with our medical analogies, Kevin, neither Kevin nor myself are medical 
<laughs> professional. So please. <laughs> but yeah. I, I mean, one of the things that you, you think about is how bad is the pain? You know, sometimes, you know, the pain is so great mm-hmm. that or what are we doing? Are we putting a Band-Aid on something? Are we putting our finger in the dike to stop the, the stop you know mm-hmm. the bleeding? Or is it time to go in there and do the whole thing? I think that it all has to do with how bad is the pain? And also, like, how bad is the website that we're working with, you know, from the jump? And when you mean bad, what, what are you taking into consideration? Yeah, great question. I mean, uh, I guess bad is a, is a real ambiguous term. I think that, to me, I was using the word bad as in non-performing. How is it, you know, bad site? Something that doesn't tell a story, just like you said, doesn't perform and it is not a good representation of the brand as they are today. So I think, you know, it's super important to keep a finger on that pulse to, so that you know what the heck is going on on your own site. Uh, there are a bunch of different ways to do that. I mean, a- analytics, how sure. many leads are you getting? You know, how, what's your, your, where are you in the search engines? You know, how, and, and how, you know, is it forwarding, is it moving you forward with, the rest of the goals that you have set for your business. Sure. That makes perfect sense. So give me a ex- couple examples of who would be a candidate for a refresh versus a redesign. Yeah, okay. So <clears throat> first off is, you know, a refresh. Can we go ahead and did they get new branding? Did they, are we just putting a new logo on the site and, you know, some new messaging? Sure. You know, and can we do that within the existing framework? Is all the framework still intact? Is the code up to date? Is there anything you, you know that's been uh, done away with? You know, in the world of code, it, can we? You know, uh, can you go ahead and <clears throat> insert logo, insert key messaging, and and maybe step the game up? Uh, another thing, you know, rather than just refreshing the looks and feels of it, is a con- is to optimize it for conversion. You know, can you can we optimize that site for conversion from which we are working? You know, from those constraints of the the incumbent site. Um, I think that those are all perfect candidates for refreshes. Do you just need do you need a better content strategy? I mean, is it not working because you just need your site architecture to be changed and to be a little bit more a little bit more thought put behind behind it? I, I think that they're all good refresh candidates. Absolutely. You know, so what are some of the precursors to recognize that, hey, maybe maybe it's time to bring in some help, you know, whether it is the refresh or read it, you know, when do you know, what, what metrics am I paying attention to to say, hey, you know, I need to bring in somebody? I, I think that, you know, I think that it's time to bring somebody in when the pain is so great that you have a frustration level that stops you from performing any maybe your key functions that you perform within your organization. You know, a senior VP of marketing shouldn't be writing code for his website out of frustration. You know, also, you know, other other things would be, you, you know, when you look at your analytics, back to analytics, always, you know, for some reason, every episode we do always goes back to the review, refine, repeat thing, right? When you review your analytics and you see that there's a drop and you can recognize what that drop is and it's identifiable, what you could do then is make certain refresh changes also. So, you know, review, refine, repeat. We talk about it constantly. You know, you also just mentioned conversion. Um, 
you know, one of the things when I hear, hey, you know, I think we could do better with conversion. We, we just launched out a website. We're not converting as well as we were hoping to or whatever. That always hurts me as a small business owner because I understand that lost, you know, any any lost conversions, lost opportunity for revenue and growing your brand. True. I mean, conversion is, you know, you know God, I hate to say it like this. And so I'm trying to rethink how I'm going to say it, but uh, fuck it. I'll just say it. Conversion is king when it comes to websites. Performance. You know, everybody says content is king. And yes, that's what brings you and leads you to the ultimate thing, which is conversion. So let's not be twisted. I understand. It's just a tool. I understand. Just a exactly. You know, content is the vehicle. Content is king when it comes to search. Content is a vehicle that leads to conversion. And I don't give a shit what kind of content it is. Is it an image? Is it, you know, the written word? Is it blog posts? Is it podcasts? Is it videos? You know, that content leads if it doesn't lead you to con, you know towards conversion if conversion is your goal mind you now i know a lot of sites you know conversion is not their goal they have certain conversion points along it but they want to create a community you know i always say the three the three goals of any website are you know creating content for search and to exercise your subject matter expertise creating a community around your product service or brand or conversion and you know we define conversion as letting people you know uh Asking people to act and people acting in a manner that you expect. Whether it be collecting email addresses, making a sale on an e-commerce site, you know, somebody fills out a contact form that turns into a lead. Exactly. And, and conversion, conversion of this podcast. The podcast is the content. The conversion for us that's important is how many subscribers, reviews, and ratings we get. Hint, hint, everybody. <clears throat> hint, hint. <laughs> I dropped that. No, in no, but I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, that's what goal is attached to certain pieces of content, you know? And when it comes to, when it comes to a full redevelopment and a full redesign, now you have to look, when was the site last touched? You know, are, are you working with archaic code that's been deprecated? Are you working with, you know, a layout that looks like, you know, you just signed into Earthlink on 1995, you know, or you know, it's one of my favorite questions to ask is, when was the last time you backed up your site? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and just the look that people give you with what I should be doing that. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Yeah. I mean that that's a whole nother talk show in in itself. At, at, and I'll I'll just go off topic here for a quick second. That sure backing up your site and taking the five minutes to do that will save you. Five seconds of a heart attack because you're going to have one when you showed up when your site doesn't show up one day and you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting and also the five plus fifty whatever hours that'll take to redevelop re- or redesign or, or, or you know recreate or, what you had or the cash involved with doing yeah that. <laughs> absolutely you want to talk about pain point but but back to what we were saying though sometimes still in this day and age where we are right now what happens is. Some people still don't have a mobile responsive site. Now, mobile responsive, it doesn't, you know, it, uh, the, the device pings a query and the CSS and the functions in that site decide how to render it based on the pixels, the pixel width of the device. Mobile responsive. It's amazing how many people's sites still are not responsive, still are not you know, able to do, if that's a, if that's a goal, I mean, if, if that's a problem right then you're ready for some major development. Yeah. And a lot okay. of times it's more cost effective, you know, us being, you know, 
the, the, the marketing and the, the web development company that caters to the middle. We don't work on the, with the high, high end clients, nor do we work with the low, the, the low, low end. You know, we play right in that lower middle area mm-hmm. real nicely because that's where we're comfortable. And that's where that's the market that we want to serve that we feel we can serve best. But we've agreed we affect change there. We yeah. affect change there. Exactly. But those are the people that sometimes it's just it's easier to go ahead. If your site's not responsive, just to do a, a full redevelopment of the site than trying to retrofit new technology into an old, you know, framework. It's like it's like a, a car, you know. You know, sometimes, you know, how much work is it to fit a brand new engine from modern times into an old car from the 30s to 40s? Can it be done? Absolutely. Is it always the best thing to do? Mm, I'm not so sure. But I, I think that, you know, also when we talk about website redevelopment and relaunching a whole new web presence, I think a lot of times and a lot of things of what we're missing is the functionality. Okay. What functionality is not in the legacy site that needs to be? Maybe it's some API calls to go into their email marketing system. Maybe some API calls to integrate into an accounting system. You know, different things like that that, you know, weren't thought of. The previous des- developer, because maybe that, you know, business need wasn't, you know, that business need wasn't there at the time. So there's a lot of things that go into it. But I think that whether redesign or redesign, redevelop and refresh, something has to be done when you're experiencing pain with your site not performing. You agree? I know. I, I absolutely do. Now that it may it makes perfect sense. I mean, the cost effective nature uh, at certain points of being able to look at your brand and hey, I'm refreshing my website is my social media. The opportunity to kind of get everything my social media, my Google, my business listings. It's a really great opportunity to sit back and audit everything you currently have in place as well. Uh, absolutely, and when you can, when you do that, I think that what happens is it's scary for a lot of people to do that. And the reason it's scary because it's like peeling back the onion and it's like, holy shit, this is, this is wrong. Oh my God, this isn't working the way I thought it was. Oh my God, these analytics aren't where you thought they were. Oh, this is this. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, overwhelming. You know, I always say to clients, you know, in our first meeting, and you've heard me say it a million times, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, today's a great day to get a new website. It's true. You know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's. It's laborious. It's tedious. It's a lot. Of, it's so detail oriented. And quite frankly, sometimes the whole process, although we try to to ease the pain, is a real pain. Well, end. there's a lot that goes into it. From there's a ton of moving parts. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But what we try to do is we try to make that easy and streamline that, and say, okay, well, we understand what's going on, but how bad is this affecting you? If it's not affecting you. And you only want to do it because you think it's time just to show a new look or something like that or show off. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's great too. But you know what? M- more times than not, I would say nine times out of 10 when we talk to somebody and they say, my web, you know, I don't, I think I need a new website. And we say, instead of saying, yeah, well, we could build that on solution, 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 mm-hmm. or tool, 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 and then tactic, 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 tactic. When we start talking to them and say, okay, well, okay. I understand that, but what's going on in the business? What's not working right now? You know, what's working? Because I'm sure that it's working at some point. You know, the positive even could be, 
I type in the web address and it still shows up. Well, okay, well, you're a little bit further than some people. But what degree is the pain? And the pain, and when we start talking about the pain points and how it affects the business, then we can start talking about, is it time for a refresh? Do you have any salvageable parts Mm -hmm. here? Or is it time just to, to total it, just like a car in an accident, to total it? Move on and get you something new that's that's modern and that works. That makes perfect sense. I, I try well, every once in a while. I make sense, at least to you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I love it. Any other you know advice you would give any you know? So let's say we've got a listener out there. Hey, I understand. I have the pain point. I don't necessarily have the budget to call in professionals right now. Whoa, whoa. What, what's some advice, you know, I think we've all been there starting our own brand. You know, what are some words of wisdom we can pass on to that audience? Well, that's a, that's an interesting question. That's a great, great question. So there are, there are different ways that you can learn how to do things yourself. You know, there are a lot of online courses, you know, uh, there are a lot of in-person places. You know, when I lived in Arizona, I mentored at Gangplank, uh, twice a month and for three hours a day, three, three hours a day, twice a month. And it was, you know, I asked, you know, on WordPress and how do I, basically, how do I do what you do and your company does? And I would teach people. There are classes, there are meetups, there are WordCamps where you can get some tips and ideas. Uh, We also have the Trinity Web Minute, you know, on our site, trinitywebmedia.com, that gives you WordPress tips and different web marketing tips. You can take some of that and then what you can do is you can see and assess where your pay grade is. And there are certain things that you can fix very, very easily, you know, that will start to yield a higher conversion rate. I'll give you three tips right now, right? Three tips to yield a higher conversion rate. Have a contact form on your homepage. Have a contact form on your homepage. Have clear and concise call to actions. And make sure that your key information is above the fold of the site. You know, and the above the fold means when you load the site, what shows in the top window without having to scroll down. If you do two of those three things, you're going to start seeing a higher conversion rate right there. So that's something like I, I just told everybody, right, all of our listeners to do. It's not terribly difficult to do any of that stuff, especially if you're working in, you know, a, a web platform such as we work in, in WordPress exclusively. But this, this goes for Squarespace or Joomla or Drupal, or Weebly, whatever that is. These are just key marketing components that are going to help you right away. No, fantastic. I mean, I I remember my first uh, website I built, I think I used GoDaddy, and I was all stoked to show it to you. And you're like, dude, why would you do that? Like, why didn't you just call me? And I was all hopped up, just like, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to do this, and check this out. And you're like, oh, man, I wish we talked. And, you know, you, you know, you having you here uh, to kind of be able to show me the way as far as like, hey, there's this way and then there's that way. You know, not every not everybody has that mentoring out of the gate. Not a, not only you know, there's a million companies out there marketing that you know marketing to you. Hey, you need SEO. I I run a marketing company and I get 25 phone calls a day about you know being on Google page one from some auto dialer. You know, there's a ton of pressure out there to, you know, and it's easy to make the wrong decisions. I think that 
just making sure and understanding, you know, how to make those decisions as part of the part of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we could do a whole show on how to select a web development company that that's right for you. Now, Trinity Web Media, our company, is not right for everybody. You know, the, the ideal client, we're not going to match that criteria. But there's a good chance that if you start the conversation with us and we don't match, we're going to know somebody that you will match up with. But I think that there's a whole – there's value in that. Also, just because you know how to do something doesn't mean that you're qualified to do something. It's the old e-myth that uh, actually Professor Paul Schmidt and I used to speak a lot about. Paul Schmidt's a pioneer in the skateboard industry creating uh, skate molds and he's a real maker and a tinker and he's really done a lot to forward that industry but just because you are qualified to do something or you know how to do something it doesn't mean that you're qualified to do it so if you're the ceo of a company where is your time better spent is it running your business and looking at your financials and, and seeing your your people or is it sitting there slinging code at night now if that's what you want to do that's cool we're here to help you do that. I think that there are so many resources out there, but I think you should also just identify your strengths. What do you want to do? You know, what should you do and then how to do it? There's only 24 hours in a day. Where's your time best spent? I, you know, that's, that's great. That's the greatest thing. I'm not a, I don't believe in work-life balance at all. I believe in the work-life blend. And I've, I've shared that quite often in a bunch of different podcasts that I've been a guest on that you do only have 24 hours. So make them count. You know what I mean? And like making them count means exercising, eating right, spending time with the people you love, you know, going out and experiencing things, not just sitting at your keyboard, learning how to write code. There, there's going to be somebody out there who can help you. And if not, just talk to them, talk to, you know, a professional that you know and say, hey, I need a minimal refresh. Can you, how can you help me? And, you know, a lot of times it's, 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 budget oriented but i find that if i understand money is a, is a limited resource right it's finite as they say <clears throat> so the thing is is that not everybody has a budget to redevelop a whole site where they are in their business cycle you know i know that there's times that you know you and i have made decisions and pulled triggers on big business decisions when we're like, I don't know how we're going to pay for this, but let's just do it with some faith. And we did it with some sure. hires where it's like, let's just do it. Let's just have faith that it's going to work out. And they, they have calculated risks. I think a lot of more business owners need to be strategic and think at their website as their number one salesperson. How much money would you invest in training your top salesperson? Sure. Why would you not spend that same amount of money on a web presence? Makes perfect sense. I mean, and that's one of the things that, you know, we, I listen to a lot of Gary V and his big thing is make informed decisions fail. What happens if, you know, you're not informed and you're like, I don't know what I need. I don't know if I need a, a refresh. I don't know if I need a full redesign. You know, I think the, the key in my the keys in my mind is does your house need a fresh coat of paint? That's a refresh. Do you need to switch some things around? That's a refresh or a remodel. Or do we need to tear it down and start from the beginning because the foundation is not solid anymore? You need to be working with the right professional in order to, you know, as an uninformed, you know, somebody who's not familiar and, you know, may not feel informed enough. You need to find the professional that you know, like, trust, and can solve your problem. Like we always go back to. And can solve your problem. Solve your problem. People, just because you know, like, and trust your best friend, it does not mean that he is qualified 
to solve your problems. So make sure that whoever you discuss, make sure that the first, actually, you know, before you know, like, and trust them, make sure they can solve your problem. <laughs> or else you just might end up with a, a drink, another drink. There you go. Or, or whatever. Yeah, this, is a, this is an excellent topic. I'm glad that we are able to, I'm glad that we are able to touch base on this because I know a lot of people come to us and they say, I'm not sure if I just need a refresh or I need a whole a redesign. Yeah, and you know, it's an honor to, you know, have somebody's trust that you're asked that question. A hundred percent. All right, Greg, we got five questions for you to close out the podcast here. You ready? Okay, shoot. Pizza, San Diego or New Jersey? New Jersey. New Jersey, more specifically, Mr. Asante. Mr. Asante's in Greenbrook, New Jersey. All right. Seaside Heights or Venice Beach? Man, you're killing me. God. <laughs> Venice Beach. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Seaside Heights. Uh, that's that's one of my old stomping grounds growing up. I mean, I've, you know, I'm in Southern California, but I'm south, way south of Venice Beach, you know, here in Mission Beach. And uh, I don't know. I'm not quite Southern California enough for Venice Beach. Although, all respect to the Dogtown crew and Jim Muir and Jesse Martinez and all those guys. All right. Best concert you've ever been to? Oh, Jesus. I've been to so many great concerts. I think that, you know, following the dead for a little while, uh, I'd say December 30th, 1989 was a stellar night. But also, uh, night with uh, 2013, 2014, uh, Wilco Porchester Theater with you and Todd Garno and his girlfriend, Jen. That was a great set list. Those were probably two of them. Uh, oh, and one more. When I, one more would be – Springsteen last March, two Marches ago in the garden. Fantastic. Absolutely. You got to see Springsteen at the garden a couple of times. Yeah. All right. Favorite seafood dish? Ceviche. Ceviche or paella? What are you looking forward to Trinity in 2018? Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, for our company, for you and I to work more closely together in our own lanes. And also, you know, for me to just personally for me to, to work on projects that really keep me stoked that really like stoke what we're doing and really that I, I wake up in the morning and I'm just like yes this is why I quit that agency world this is why I did that you know and professionally you know to see the company grow and to see the podcast grow definitely so and have you know effect change I mean I started off on this entrepreneurial journey you know close to 10 years ago to affect change and you know when we get little comments from like uh, clients of ours, like Mike or Mike Mills or BluespotIndustrial.com, you know, like, hey, you've really affected how I sell my products online, or hey, you, you know, your content strategy was really on point. You know, those little comments like that are are big accolades to me because they don't know that I was up for you know in the office for 15 straight hours, fleshing this strategy out on a whiteboard or things like that. So I look forward to more moments like that. Oh, fantastic, man. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you listening. And please, if you have a moment, please subscribe, review, and rate the podcast so that we can keep doing this for you. So with that, Kevin, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure to dive into these topics with you. Absolutely, Greg. Love hanging out. Everybody, thank you for listening. Yep. Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. Again, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, all that stuff. So we will talk to you later.